0: going on party people podcast players and nnw maniacs it's me it's me it's jcb and i'm back yet again this week with my main man dj Matty g say what's up to the people maddie g What's up, brother? I
1: feel like we are a Randy Orton punt kick to Drew McIntyre. Not once, not twice, but thrice. Three this times week,
0: brother. Ooh, I like that analogy. That is right. We are actually here to talk about our predictions Clash. for Clash uh, of the Champions. Champions. What's the with this, man? Uh, are cause, you cause, oh, cause WWE right. can't leave cause WWE can't leave shit alone. I forgot about the Gold Rushing. I forgot every every pay per view and show needs like a sub a sub name or something like that. Now, well, it, it. it makes sense because they're holding this in San Francisco. The San Francisco.
1: It's still okay. fucking Orlando. Right. Stop giving everything a bullshit
0: tag. Horror yeah. show. Gold Rush. Just have the fucking. Just have the Clash. And I guess Gold Rush makes sense because it is you know every For, title on the line. Yeah, but you, like two of them are gold. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? I, I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna side chat with you for a second. I'm gonna yeah, tell man. you the match that I'm most excited about. First and foremost, the one. The one that I seem to care the most about, and why. And it's kind of on topic. Um, I am really looking forward to uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn for yes. a couple reasons. One is those are a few of my favorite competitors on. The entire WWE brand. Uh, Jeff Mm -hmm. Hardy's been a longtime favorite. I am. I am definitely an AJ Styles guy through and through, and I absolutely hate Sami Zayn. Always have. You you indie darlings and indie people can fuck off. El Generico was terrible. I I just don't like him. I don't like him. That's fine. Whatever. Especially his WWE incarnation. But those three guys are going to go. The latter match is going to be dope. And in my opinion, here's here's the hot take. Not only is it the only one I actually like, but it is my favorite. Men's belt in all of WWE, not counting NXT. I think the NXT championship yeah. is dope. But I think the Universal and, and WWE championships are ugly and stupid. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the tag team belts and whatever gold eagle fucking US champ garbage. But the Intercontinental title, I kind of like the yeah. new one.
0: I've always been a fan of the IC belt as well. Even back in the days so, when oh Bret yeah. Hart, Shawn Michaels were holding it, that that you know the, people say it to this day. That's the workhorse title. I you want know? the
1: white leather
0: Shawn Michaels yes. IC strap. I want that Th- one. That was the best belt they had out best. of every incarnation of the IC title. Best. like b- back when my brother and I were younger and we were wrestlers and we used to you know have our own little fantasy wrestling. I was always the IC be- IC champ. I didn't bother taking the heavyweight title. I'm like, you know what, bro? You could take that. I want to be the IC champion because that's the belt I feel like means the most. Take it, bro. I'm gonna be the Macho Man. I'm gonna be the Steamboat. Hell yeah! Right? Yeah. I'm gonna be the best match on the card. I mean, just look at the legacy of that title. I mean, yeah, the championship has a legacy in itself, but like, look at that IC legacy and look at the workhorses and the stars that were built from holding that title. Mm -hmm. The title hasn't meant anything since the Miz had it. How 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 weird is that to say?
1: That is how weird. weird, How weird is that to say that the last time a performer elevated a title, it was the Miz. Yeah. Now, now, granted, being who he is now, I think he's one of the best going. You know, I can watch him and Morrison all day long. Um, I I can watch him alone all day long. But yeah, man, that belt has just taken a dip. That belt should be on a guy like Cesaro, who should be a singles machine. Who Mm. should be carrying the company week to week to week? Right, he should not be in some stupid two singles put together tag team match. And Mm -hmm. the IC belt, I I don't. The storyline's been done a billion times. It's it's happening in in uh, uh, Impact with you know Moose bringing up the TNA belt. It's it's happened a whole bunch with the two belts. It just happened in WWE with the the uh, US title. So you know the storyline's a little. Bonkers, But you know what? I like how they're playing it up for the pandemic. You know, Mm -hmm. they're saying Sami Zayn took time off. You know, I I like a little kayfabe mixed in. So I got to tell you, as much as I'm going to complain about this pay-per-view and the WWE product as of late, got to tell you, that match is definitely tickling my fancy.
0: Yeah, uh, dude, I couldn't agree more. That's the match I'm looking forward to the most. But also, look at the three participants in the match. These Mm -hmm. are guys that made a career – like Jeff Hardy made a career out of a ladder match, out of out of this kind of gimmick match. Yep. AJ Styles, look at what he's done back in TNA and impact in his ladder matches. Sami Zayn, known for his big ladder match against Kevin Owens back when he mm-hmm. was El Generico. The three of these guys are they know the match, they know the stipulation, they know the gimmick, and they know how to work with this. So putting the three of them together, this could be a masterpiece. I'm hoping that I don't get my hopes up too much and My expectations are let down, but this is the match I'm looking forward to the most.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I I, I thank you for letting me rant there. I I appreciate you joining in. Um, I don't necessarily know if the order that I have. I think you and I have a very similar list. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if the order that we have is the order that the show is going to be booked in. Right. Um, But it kind of makes sense to me if it is. Right. Um, you know, just to peel back the curtain a little bit, just for reference points, I think we're both looking at the Wikipedia yep. matches lineup. So if you guys want to follow along, go right ahead. And uh, I have nine to one starting with Bobby Lashley in the U S title all the way through Oscar defending the raw women's title. And if you look, that ladder match is third. Yeah. It's not a co-main event. It's after a high – I mean, this is going to be a high-energy match. The Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. That's going to be, that's going to be a high-energy match. And then after that, you're going to expect people to really
0: give a damn about Lucha House Party versus Cesaro and Shinsuke. Right, and that's what's interesting. Now, we are looking at the Wikipedia page, but look at next to the number one in front of Oscar and Zelina. There's a little letter P – that letter p indicates that the match will take place on the pre-show so the raw women's championship oh my god is relegated to the frigging kickoff show how do you like them apples you know i don't because you know how i am about
1: oh wow i'm really glad you picked that up yeah okay Zelina vega pre-show i can kind of understand Zelina Vega finally gets a title shot, and it's a pre-show title yeah, it's a shot. Pre-show match. You ready for this? You ready for my pre-show match? If it were me, and it's mostly because of who's in it, and it's going to piss you off. Mm-hmm. But it's Nia and 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 Shayna Baszler against the Riot Squad. Because it, I'm it, fine with that. The Riot Squad out of it. It's it's a piecemeal. Uh, what have you called it? Strange bedfellows. It's a Baszler, strange yeah. bedfellows match for a belt that they have done nothing, nothing with to right. promote to mm-hmm. dominate to anything it was it was a prop in the Sasha and Becky 2 belt dominion mm-hmm. it was the final straw in the breaking of the friendship it, it's it's a it's a prop it's not mm-hmm. a title it's not something i feel they take pride in. And, and to be perfectly honest, I know we'll get there. I have a very strong feeling about who's going to win and why. And you're going to put that in the middle of the card and put yeah. the Raw Women's Championship, the flag st- flagship station's number one woman mm-hmm. is on the pre-show. Yeah. Good job, WWE. You know what, Johnny? I, I talked to you about, about the, the, where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Where I'm at right now is Monday night football live is more important than Monday night raw to me and Mm -hmm. sitting alone in front of a fire in my backyard last night was more important than SmackDown. I watched it today with one eye while I worked out just so that way, you know, I knew clash was coming up this weekend. I paid attention. I took my notes. I did what I had to do to be a good podcaster for the people, but Come on, man. I don't give a shit about your pay per views every 15 minutes. Your programming is just getting like, God bless you. I love you for keeping fresh programming alive during the pandemic. But come on, man. At least make me feel like your championships
0: are important. Right. That's, I don't understand why they haven't learned yet that it's, it's always too much all the time. It's, it's too many hours of, of content each mm-hmm. week and they, that they do nothing with. The the first of all we just had SummerSlam, a week later payback, four weeks later Clash of the Champions. Like who cares? Nobody. I don't I don't care as a fan, I'm a fan of a lot of a lot of the talent on the roster, but I don't mm-hmm. care about the storylines as much nope. as I as much as I want to. We were talking about the ic title earlier back when bret hart and shaw michaels those storylines were prolonged for a reason they made sense you got emotionally invested but mm-hmm. now you rinse and repeat the same fucking storyline every couple months and the blow off is there every few weeks you move on to the next one so like you don't give the 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 content uh recipients a chance to be invested in the storylines and the talent that they're trying they're, they're trying to put over yeah and, and and a clash of champions. While this used to be a big pay per view back in WCW, every title, big big deal. It means nothing. It means zero.
1: absolutely nothing. Less than zero. I yeah. gotta let you know. I'm gonna catch this Monday morning in my little home gym, working mm-hmm. out because I'm watching. I gotta tell you that Sunday night game with with uh, uh, I almost said Brett Favre with Aaron Rodgers and mm-hmm. and uh, um, Drew Brees going head to head. That to me is more important than watching live. What happens to a bunch of titles I don't care about? Right. Right. And great. also,
0: the, the, the lead-up, uh, before we get into the car, let's talk about the lead-up. Let's talk about the go-home shows, Oh yeah, Law and SmackDown. I was talking to you all off-air. Mm-hmm. That's five hours of content. Mm-hmm. There was th- three, maybe four things, since you did mention the IC match. I, I did like the IC segment from yeah, SmackDown. It, it wasn't bad. The guy came out, made it a triple threat. We got yeah. to see all three of them go, okay, cool. great. Right. But literally, out of five hours of content the entire week, there was four things I actually liked that happened on Raw and SmackDown. All right, hit me with all four, and then we'll discuss. What's number one? All right, on Raw, the one thing I liked was the continuation of the storyline between Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins, and the Mysterio family, and Mysterio's daughter, Aaliyah, Mm -hmm. which has nothing to do with Clash of the Champions, but I appreciated that. I liked that payoff because I noticed that last week when Aaliyah was walking into the ring, She She went down, she touched her. I was like, that was interesting.
1: This story's got some teeth, and it's a good way to introduce Dominic. I'm with you on
0: that. I concur. I like that. Number two was the backstage segment between Asuka and Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Uh, That was probably one of the best promos I've ever seen from both Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And Peyton Royce made me believe that she was a legit competitor for a championship. Good way to put it. But now that that that's my two things from Raw. Neither of those things have anything to do with the pay per view this weekend. But None, great whatsoever. With those. Now let's go to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It was the whole build for the IC title match. I appreciated seeing them in the ring um, b- before the pay per view. I liked the whole. Whatever the hell they called it, the the ceremony with the rising of the belts. Uh, very see, yeah, there that right
1: there is a symbol to make your belt important. Yes, I, they 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 nibbled, they nibbled so
0: hard. I'm with you completely, mm-hmm. and I like how there's two belts. We've seen this done before, like back when Shawn Michaels and Razor they had the two IC belts, and it was absolutely. I I like that. I, personally, I like Sami Zayn. I didn't really know mm-hmm. him too well as El Generico, but I do like the Sami Zayn character more yeah. so as a heel. He, dude has to get a fucking haircut, though, and get rid of that neck beard. I like how AJ Styles <laughs> pulled out the neck beard. <laughs> Took six months off to grow right. a neck beard. <laughs> but uh, again, like I said before, man, three of three of the top stars, three main event. There is going to be mm-hmm. a great match. Yep. And then also moving forward, not involved in Clash of Champions. Yep, we talked about this. The continuation of the Alexa Bliss story and, and her connection to The Fiend. I love the slow play with Alexa bliss. Why are they not learning from what they're doing right and doing it everywhere else? It blows my fucking mind. Like I don't care about Otis being the money in the bank winner anymore. I don't care about Miz and Morrison wanting to take, I I just don't care. I don't care. I'm not invested in Lucha house party, taking on Cesaro and Nakamura for those tag titles.
1: It means nothing to me. Now I have to differ with you. I do. I'm not over the moon about it, but I do like the the fact that they're keeping the Money in the Bank relevant. Otis isn't a heel; he can't come out right. at the end of the show when the champion is breathing heavy, especially because Roman Reigns is just—he's uh, a paper champion right now. Right. You know, don't don't get me wrong; he's he's incredible; he's impressive. I I do like him. I'm not a Roman hater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really have been, even when he was being shoved down our throats, quote unquote. Right. Uh, I, I I don't. I don't like the fact that he's got a very John Cena move set. His wrestling matches are very Superman punch, drive by spear driven matches. You know, the the, yeah. the five move of Doom. But I don't mind it. I, I like him. I don't like what's going on now with the it, it doesn't seem cool to me. It doesn't seem like he's nonchalantly showing up on his schedule. It seems chicken shit to me. Now, if that's what they're trying to portray, where he's kind of a chicken shit badass heel. Okay, Mm -hmm. fine, but meh. So I'm okay with with Otis and the slow play. If you're going to have a bit that needs a little bit of comedy, give it to Miz and Morris, and they can get everything over. I'm not saying it's a thing that I love. It's not going to break into that list that you laid out, but it's not something that I don't care about anymore. This is where WWE needs to live, I believe. They've got nothing on Simmer. You know, it's a hot shot or Mm -hmm. dead cold. I think they're simmering this Otis situation because when an injury happens, when somebody goes down, when they need an awkward main event for a crappy pay-per-view, then you turn the heat up on what's been simmering. I feel like the back burners are just off. And if you're not hot, you're nothing. Meanwhile, look at the attitude era. I I know it's super simple to go back to that and break it down. But if you start at the very top of the card – Where you might have, let's say, five guys at the very top, very, very top of the card. You know, you had your Rock. You had your Austin. I'm going to throw a Triple H in there. I'm going to throw a Mr. McMahon in there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw a Taker in there. Let's just say out of nowhere. Right. But then how many other guys were at the very forefront? You had your Road Dogs. You had your Billy Guns. You had your X-Pox. You had your Canes. Your Ken Shamrock. You had so many people. That were either, I hate to say this because they're not second tier talents, but it was second and third tier storytelling. Mm-hmm. If you have nothing on the back burner, when we get tired or you pay off your main event, there's nothing for us to sink our teeth into. So I have to disagree with you that I don't care about Otis, but I definitely agree with you that that is not a big, bright,
0: shining spot in five hours a week. Right. They they have an opportunity to pull me back into the Otis, being mm-hmm. the Money in the Bank winner. Now that Mandy is gone, I, I did notice a little bit of edge to Otis in that mm-hmm. one backstage promo this week. Uh, he's obviously very upset that Mandy w- was was traded, uh, and I, I did like that segment. So I think they could eventually pull me back in, but up till now, I haven't been into it. Um, that's just, that's just where I'm at. I, I think me and a lot of other wrestling fans are at, man. It's just hard to watch the, the weekly show because there's never a continuation of storylines. Like you said, there's not enough simmering. There's not there's, enough. There's one or two storylines that we get over and over
1: and over and over, right. and over. And then there's a couple of matches that don't have storylines. They're just good matches that right. we have over. And over. over. I'm telling you, this had better be the damn blow off between Street Profits and Andrade Andra- and Angel Garza. <clears throat> yes. They're excellent athletes. All four of them are great. If you had to pick a thumper, it would have to be Angelo Dawkins. And he's an amazing athlete. Right. You're talking about four guys that can go. I'll bet you that these guys with their conditioning and their style and their moveset and their selling ability, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet these guys could go a 60-minute match. No problem. Mm-hmm. The only problem is I've
0: seen it every week for 15 weeks. Right. Right. They have faced each other one too many times. So you know what? Let's get right into the card. Let's let's, do it. Let's start off with that Raw Tag Team Championship match. Let's talk about the profits taking on Andrade and Angel Garza. The only substance that this match has Mm -hmm. compared to anything else prior to this is that Andrade and Angel don't have Zelina in their corner. Zelina Zelina dumped them a week ago. Yep. Kind of lit a fire under their ass. They got the win this week to become number one contenders. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that I can kind of get behind. Now I'm wondering to see what happens with Andrade and Angel. If they win, is Zelina going to come running back? Oh, you have the goal now. Now I want to be your manager again. I feel like that story isn't complete. Or I
1: can see that the breakdown happens, and this time Zelina isn't there to pull them back together. Street Profits, this is my prediction. Street Profits walk away with the title. We go into an Andrade versus Angel program. Which I
0: could get into that. Those are oh, two great frigging stars, and they. Could, could, but is that going to become another Alistair and Buddy Murphy feud, where it's just a series of good matches, matches and, that, and then nothing happens? I really hope not, because in my yeah. mind, uh, Angel not so much yet, but
1: in my in my brain of brains, um, Andrade is just a, 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 a sliver away from being a full time main event guy. In agreed. my mind. Agreed. I Yeah. I, oh, you agreed. Okay, I didn't know you said agreed no, at first. Agreed. I, I see I see Andrade at the very tippy top of the card. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some weird what-ifs for our um, WWE championship, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing um, Andrade in a real program, not a squash program, not a we-know-who's-going-to-win program, but a real program with either Drew or Randy.
0: Mm-hmm. I can see it, man, because again, I don't think you were watching NXT at the time, but when Andrade was the NXT championship, he was a great at the time, he was a great heel champion. Now, given mm-hmm. he did have Zelina as his mouthpiece and his character wasn't where it's at right now, but he was a great champion for the time. He put on some great matches against guys like Drew McIntyre, Johnny Gargano. You know, mm-hmm. he could yep. he could put on five oh, you star can go. matches.
1: And he's a big guy. He's he's one of – people don't realize it because he's usually in there with other guys who are mountains. But right. he's one of the bigger guys. He's not a smaller dude. Like like he's – if you look at him next to Seth Rollins, sex, ro- sex. <laughs> hey. Seth Rollins is jacked up, but he's right. not a very large man. Andrade is a, a, a Vince-looking guy. Right. And another thing from NXT till now, his English has gotten much better. Much better. Uh, It doesn't matter to me. I like the no English champion Oscar situation and things like that. Mm -hmm. But to the mainstream public that Vince looks at, you know, the ability to cut a promo is important. It always has been in wrestling. And I think that Andrade, when he's silent, not silent, when he's a slow cadence and he knows what he's saying, is understandable across the boards when he gets excited and starts yelling and there's a thick accent. Sure. You might lose him. But if he gets like a Jake, the snake style promo where he gets close and he talks clearly and he keeps his things concise. I think that, I think he's, I think he's a five tool player. I think, I think that, that, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Andrade deserves to be at the top of the card. Uh, my prediction is street profits retain. We go into an Andrade
0: angel Garza program. I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. So we're not going to have different winners. For this. So I'm not going to owe you <laughs> no. another pizza, which I no. still owe you one from last time. No pizza on this one. No pizza on this one. But um, going back to Andrade real quick, I think ever since Andrade uh, started dating Charlotte, and obviously everyone knows now they are engaged to be mm-hmm. married. I definitely, th- Ric Flair thinks very highly of Andrade because Ric Flair has gone on record in interviews that I've heard him in oh, yeah. on podcasts. And he's very high on Andrade. So I guarantee you Ric Flair is giving him some tips and hints and to help him with his promo skills. And we, like you said, we've seen the progress with his skills on the mic night and day. Mm-hmm. That's and, a guy that's a
1: guy that cares about his craft and obviously practices and works. He's yeah. always in good shape. His hair, his beard are always nice. His gear looks great. And he's been working on his promos. Yeah. I, I think Andrade is the kind of guy you can let lead your company.
0: Yeah. I have gone on record numerous times that Andrade could be this era's Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, They they tried to do it with Alberto Del Rio. It did not work, but you put Andrade in that spot. Andrade could be that guy. Andrade could be the champion for the Latin American market. Okay. That could really help carry the company, but I could see him being the next Eddie Guerrero.
1: Yeah. I don't know about that crossover charisma. I think, I think Eddie was a once ever, not a once in a lifetime, not a once in a generation, but I agree with you. He can definitely, he can definitely be that beacon of light in the Mm -hmm. Latin community that the, the, not so friendly white community will accept and everybody across the boards, because like we said, he's got a great look. He's got a great move set. He's got a great finisher. He's got good promo skills and they're only getting better. Let him run with the ball. Yep. All right. So we both
0: picked the profits to win this one. So that's one on the list. It's because they're up and they've got the smoke. They got the smoke. Let's move on to uh, the U S championship match between Bobby Lashley, who's the current champion taking on Apollo Cruz. Yeah. No, I'm still here. Exactly. Okay. Oh, you're uh, still there? Bob, okay. Yeah, I, 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 need,
1: I need Bobby Lashley to retain. I like the Hurt Business. I think the Hurt Business needs a piece of gold. They need a W. Other than that, I don't care. WWE burnt me out on Apollo Crews. I was all for him. And then just this wishy-washy stuff. And then Cedric bailing. And, and the, the the heat isn't even with the two. It's I, I think we're either going to get a wonky finish where there's interference from one group or the other, your ricochets and and, and whatnot or what have you. But yeah, Bobby Lashley retains hurt business, looks strong. I'm done.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Again, agree. Bobby Lashley has to retain. I think what's going to help the hurt business right now is some gold and having Lashley carry that U.S. championship is a great place to start. I think that's how it's going to go. It's pretty straightforward, pretty cut and dry.
1: If if they keep this going and they keep being badasses and they don't WWE TV PG this, I wouldn't mind seeing the Hurt Business with all the gold eventually. You know, I, I just I just think that this, this can be a dominating faction. Let's cap it at four. Maybe add one more if it's really, really deserved. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can see I can see a Bobby Lashley finally getting his title shot. Uh, I can see a uh, uh, Cedric and Shelton as your tag, tag champions. champions. Yes. And, and you know, let's, let's get MVP on that, that uh, U.S. strap. Right. Um, I'm, I'm talking about future booking, mm-hmm. but I would love to see a heel faction with every piece of hardware one more time.
0: Yes, I, I was saying this to someone last week too. The Hurt Business could potentially get the undisputed era rub, where they hold the gold and they carry the gold for a while, and they just wreak havoc on the fucking with, roster with prestige. With uh, we've been touting Bobby
1: since since the day Bobby Lashley re debuted in WWE. I've been screaming for a main event title for him. Yeah, he he's got the
0: he's got all right. He needs help on the microphone but you've got MVP. He has MVP now. He already has his help. And, and and Bobby showed that he could be that guy back when he was feuding with Roman Reigns. This was like definitely well over a year ago. Mm -hmm. He had a great, a great feud with uh, a great program with Roman Reigns, but it didn't go anywhere for Bobby Lashley. It, it, right. it, was, it was more so to get Roman. It over was a Roman Bobby. Reigns. It was a Roman Reigns program. But if you looked at the two, regardless of Roman being shoved down our throats at the time, Bobby got over in that, Big. in that, that's that program. Yeah. But they did nothing with it. What has to happen is the belt has to get back on Brock Lesnar at some point, And Lashley needs to face Lesnar and defeat Lesnar for that championship.
1: That would solidify Just about everything. I concur. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So, So that's that. Let's move on to the next match. Go on to that triple threat ladder match now for the IC championship. This is a hard one for me. Me too. To determine who's going to win this because all three of them are former IC champions. All three of them, like I said, are great at their craft. They're all great in-ring technicians. They're high flyers. They all know how to work in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. But in terms of storyline, do you get the feel-good moment and have the babyface Jeff Hardy retain the championship? Mm-hmm. Do you have the guy who never lost the title, Sami Zayn, win it and then run a program the uh, uh, through Survivor Series? Or do, do you just give it to AJ Styles again? Because AJ Styles is the face that runs the place. Um, or the... Uh, or the uh, what, what did he used to say? Not the fi- he was the um, the champ that runs the camp. Camp. That's what it was. Um, I I have my want pick and I have my
1: think pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, my think pick is what I think is going to happen. This is my prediction. Mm-hmm. My prediction is Sammy gets it. He's such an asshole. He's so good touting that thing around, yes. holding the belt, pointing and laughing in your face. He pisses everybody off, and he's the kind of champion that can do if not a weekly. He can do a monthly title defense and and make it okay. I think WWE is going to put the belt right back on Sami Zayn uh, for a couple of reasons. One is he did never lose it, and in the real world, uh, was his travel restriction or health concern? I know it was COVID related. I,
0: I think it was a. I think it was both. Both. I think okay. He, he chose to not work, and uh, but Canada's I do. hard to get out of. But I do. But travel restrictions came into play as well, so he was unable to anyway.
1: So I got to feel bad that the guy lost the title due to a global pandemic. And they always say, you know, nobody should lose their job because of blank. And I know it's a much Mm -hmm. different world, but I think giving that title back to Sammy opens a lot of doors who I want to win is the same person. I want to win every match he's in. I don't care if he's against my mom, my dog, my wife, Mm -hmm. I want to see AJ styles get his hand raised. Um, but that's just me personally. I'm an AJ Styles mark. Have been for, for a real long time. Love what the guy does. Uh, hate his soccer mom hair. Wish he was back to, to short hair AJ Styles. Right. Short, short hair, no beard, but what are you going to do? So for me, um, I believe that WWE is going to give Sammy back his title, which is going to be great because um, with the exception of what Bailey's doing on SmackDown, we don't
0: have a real piece of shit champion. No. No, they're really – I mean, Cesaro and Nakamura are, are heel they, champions, but they're okay. not, like, heel champions. Like, Sami Zayn could feel that, fill that void, yep. you know, because he, he, he's a great heel. He is a great heel. Guys like him and King Corbin are the guys that probably – if you wanted to have a heel champion, King Corbin's another guy that could have I, a title. And, and you know what? I like that he doesn't.
1: He's playing the King roll-up. I mm-hmm. think Corbin is doing some of the best non-title work yes. ever. That guy, he is killing it. I've been saying it for years. Uh, and when everybody hated him, I was like, "You got to give this guy a chance." He gets mm-hmm. better every single time. He's killing it. But yeah, I think I think a piece of shit champion is definitely in the works.
0: I'm I'm putting my money on Sami Zayn for the W. Right on. I I have a different view. I think Jeff Hardy's going to win because I feel like because of the way. The whole program has run its course with Jeff Hardy's big comeback. He's overcome all of this and that. I feel like we're going to get that feel good moment with Jeff Hardy uh, retaining his championship. Okay, but I also I but I want I want Sami Zayn to win the match. Wow. Okay. Because, because he never lost it. I want to see what Sami Zayn can do. Every time someone new wins the IC title now, I want to see who is going to help get that championship over again. Because mm-hmm. like we said earlier, no one since The Miz has done that. And can I think Sami Zayn has the poten- potential to do that. Not saying Styles and Hardy don't, but we haven't gotten to see what Zayn could do with that title yet. He did get a win, a clean win over Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. So let's run with this and see yep. how Sami Zayn can do moving forward. All but, right, cool. I first- see, yeah, I want to see Zayn win this one. Our first, our first disagreement. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. I like it. Cool. Let's move on to the next match. Uh, leads us to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Cesaro and Nakamura defending against the Lucha House Party. Um, if, I'm, a, I'm a Cesaro and Nakamura fan, so I'm always going to go always going to root for them to win. There's no substance to the story. I'd, I'd rather none. see – The only storyline is that Lucha House Party is going to break up and Kalisto is going to go off and do his own thing and and what's he going to do? Calisto I he do when he made his when he came back a few weeks back. Huge pop. Huge pop. He the dude put on uh some muscle man <sighs> freaking yeah, dude did. is in great shape. I had to look it up to make sure he wasn't a different dude. Right? I think Calisto has been slept on long enough and I think it's his time to get out of a tag team or a group and have him do a, a singles thing and See if he could be the next, you know, Rey Mysterio or the next legendary luchador out of the WWE. Ah, uh, but, but Rey Mysterio had those guys that
1: we were just talking about, the second, third, and fourth tier storyline, guys. What are they going to do with Kalisto? Are they just going to feed him uh, a Cedric Alexander? Feed him a Ricochet? Feed him... Uh, I mean, who who is going to help make Kalisto a star? It's it's a belt driven company and I don't care about the belts. I feel bad for a guy like Kalisto. I think that if he gets out of Lucha house party, he is going to get lost in the shuffle. Well, it definitely feels like that's the way it's going. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I got to, I got to take Cesaro and Shinsuke because seriously, here's, here's my thing. Um, The way that they tout, cesaro and the way they have for as long as they have and the fanfare with which they brought nakamura over and anybody who's watched any other wrestling than wwe knows nakamura came over as one of the hottest free agents ever one of the Mm -hmm. greatest in the world and the first that was a major coup acquisition for them to get him from japan and come here was a huge deal and they have
0: done ready for this folks nothing with him here's my argument I'm not saying that they have booked Nakamura in the most immaculate way ever. He has not had the most amazing run yet, but he is a former two-time NXT champion. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm okay with that. You got to take NXT out of this. I'm talking right. to WWE. WWE, former two-time United States champion, mm-hmm. former Intercontinental champion, okay. winner of the Royal Rumble. Yep. He has faced AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Now, given mm-hmm. that was not the match that I think we all were hoping oh, for. No, it wasn't. But it was still. not the Wrestle Kingdom style match, but he has been in the main a, a main event at WrestleMania, and now he is the current uh, one uh, half of the tag team champions on the SmackDown brand. So it's not like they're not doing anything with him. I think they're just trying to find, get, find their there, meaning creatives footing the, the best spot for Nakamura. But I think the WWE follows the same formula. We can't find the footing for this guy. Let's put him in a team, which, can't, which. It, it works. It worked for the bar. We always go yep. back to the bar. It worked for them. Yes. But and it's it, worked.
1: It's worked for other people in the past. I'm not saying right. it can't work. What the problem is, is the titles mean nothing. Nothing. So the fact that he's got a
0: placeholder title, mm-hmm. I don't care about. And look at the lack of tag division. There is. We talked about it uh, earlier in the week. There's no, no tag teams on SmackDown. Nothing. Get
1: rid of the two belts. You've got three hours on Monday. Make Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Tag Team.
0: Yeah, th- I've been saying it for years, man. They yep. need one tag team championship title, one women's championship title. Boom. Those two, I think there should not be a brand-to-brand. should be one championship for the entire division because the division is not big enough to support support five hours of content on two separate shows. Two number
1: ones, two number one contenders, two hunts. No, not in that.
0: I'm with you. Besides Lucha House Party and Nakamura and Cesaro, Miz and Morrison are tied up with Heavy Machinery. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, you have no, you they're, they're
1: they're basically tied up with Otis. This is an Otis o- it's story, an Otis line. thing, right? Yeah, and T-
0: Tucky just happens to be there. It's good for him. I like Tucker. Forgotten sons have been forgotten yet again. Yeah, apparently they're repackaging and they're going to be coming back soon. Who, who knows? Uh, A- AOP just got released. The Usos, one half of the Usos, is injured again. They mm-hmm. have no, they have no tag teams on SmackDown. Nope. Nothing at all. Nope. So, but yes, going back to the match, Cesaro Nakamura going to retain. Yep. And that, that's that. And then we get into a Lucha House Party split up. And whatever program that's going to turn into. Which is going to probably
1: stay as what? Metalik and Lindsey as a tag team. Probably. And, and Kalisto is going to go on to maybe, hopefully, some mid card success. But yeah, maybe. this is, sorry, sorry, everybody. I'm, yeah. I'm Ranty McMaddy today.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I have a re- retention by the champions in this match. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Kalisto is a former U.S. champion. You know, so he, he has had some a singles run. Absolutely. It wasn't the most amazing run, but could he do it? Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But let's move on to the Women's Tag Team Championships. Woo! which is yet wait. A, another placeholder title, which they've done really nothing. About. There's no prestige to the Women's Tag Team Championships. It, it, it didn't Zed. live up to the hype at all. At all. And, and, like, look at who your champions are now. It's a put-together tag team of Shayna Baszler and fucking Nia Jax. I can go on and on and on about how much I do not like Nia Jax and how she is a disgrace to the Anoai family. Ouch. But wow. they, they whoa, are Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Whoa, come on. You're, now you're going, I don't like her almost as much. Well, I thought I didn't like her almost as much as you did. But come I on, man. There. That, that, that's real there. life in her family.
0: Yes, I don't want her in wrestling. but Jesus, bro. Hey man, she, they got, they, I'm not putting all of the, all the blame on her either. Okay. Oh no no We, no, we no, all know a lot her. of it's creative, you know, uh, no, nah, no, 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 no. They saw a big woman. They pushed a big woman. She, and, I, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, yeah. I don't like it at all. I don't like the team as much as I love the riot squad. I love Ruby riot. I love Liv Morgan. Ruby riot is my girl day in day out. I'm skeptical, and I feel like Baszler and Jax are going yeah. to win. And here's why. Ru- <laughs> because Ruby... they're not a real tag team. Why would you no. why would you put the belts Ru- on a real tag team? Well, that, that's one thing. But Ruby Riott and Liv Morgan on Monday had an opportunity to really get themselves over as a team. Oh, they, they shit the bed. When they put them on commentary. We mentioned this earlier on another episode we did this week. But I just feel like they, they really shit the bed on that. And that right there was an opportunity to go, yeah, look, we could be champions and this is why we can be champions. This is why we are a team again. And this is what right. you guys missed out on the first time, but they didn't utilize that. Uh, Liv Morgan really is the one I think really could have worked on, on what she said and oh, maybe figured out. Yeah. She was just very like caught off guard. I felt like when she was being asked questions, they didn't really ha- well, say anything with substance and, Ruby Riot is good. She's she's a badass when she talks too, but Liv didn't live up to the expectations. I can almost give Liv a tiny,
1: tiny bit of a pass for this one reason. Ruby Riot is Ruby Riot is Ruby Riot. Mm -hmm. And we like Ruby Riot. And she has fleshed out that character. And she is Ruby Riot. And it is a good character. Mm -hmm. And poor Liv Morgan has gone through three character changes in recent memory. She doesn't even know who she is anymore. She was Riot Squad live, and then she was Crazy Girl live, and then she was Sexy New Woman Lesbian live, and right. now she's back to different but same Riot Squad live. Like, I, I just, I, yeah. uh, first of all, stop, please, 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 for the love of God, stop. With turning your women's division into faceless sex symbol, the the Liv Morgan in the bathtub, the mm-hmm. mystery woman doing her makeup in the vignettes, yeah, you know, having Mandy as the Golden God, yeah. I'm telling you, I like white t shirt, ripped blue jeans, Mandy way better than Golden Goddess Mandy. Um, I, I couldn't stand. Uh, I'm I'm blanking on her name right now. Uh, the redheaded chick, that Eva Marie. Oh, Eva Marie. Know? I like like just just stop with that. that's not a good look let them be wrestlers let them be wrestlers i think the absolute best example of what a good blend of the two is is what they did with lacey evans she's a lady she's classy but she's Mm -hmm. also a badass stop with the red carpet you know gucci dress and louboutin shoes and no stop stop it it's fucking terrible if you had kept if if In my mind, if Liv Morgan had continued her character or maybe they repackaged her a little bit into a loner kind of badass Mm -hmm. instead of the the weird leather-clad bubble bath wanting to bang Lana thing Mm -hmm. that they did, I think she might have been more confident on that microphone. I have to agree with you on that. She was timid and she was coy, and I think it's
0: because she doesn't know who she's supposed to be right now. Right. So while I'm happy for the Riot Squad to get to get this opportunity, be the number one contenders and be on this card, I, I don't see them leaving with the titles. I could uh, see Jax and Baszler retaining. I'm making a
1: sign. I will take a picture. I'll let my wife say it. Riot or we riot. Um yes. I, I I really, really, really in my heart of hearts believe that the riot squad has to win these titles. If the riot squad does not win these titles. I believe that the women's tag team division is DOA. It is the end of it. It is finished. I think that Bailey and Sasha were big enough stars that even though the tag team titles didn't matter, they kind of they made the belts. Right. They're big enough stars and they had a good enough thing going. But I think that if we have a piecemeal team even though they're best friends and all that other stuff of Sasha and Bailey followed by this Y team of Naya and, and Shayna. They call that a clusterfuck. Oh, cluster it's, fuck. It's, team. it's an entire <laughs> fucking cluster. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just think that, that the, the, the women's tag team belts are circling the drain. I mm-hmm. think that they're going to go to the point of no return. Uh, if there's a retention, I think that they can be pulled out of peril by a real tag team who takes a okay. real tag team run. I want the riot squad to have the belts and I want the riot squad to have the belts for the foreseeable future. Because we have no more Kabuki Warriors, who were two people put together, but at least they had a name and some finishing moves. And we have no more Iconics. iconics. A real tag team needs those belts, and they can run on just that storyline. Hey, person A and person B, we're a real tag team. You guys might be the two best individual stars ever, but we're a real tag team. Make the Hashtag make the women's tag team belts mean something.
0: Hey, dude. Th- that's how You're right. That's how you have to book it. There is such a lack of talent in the women's tag team division that you're right. A real tag team, like in this case, the Ryder squad should be the ones to carry that for a lengthy run and like maybe over a year and like maybe them. have them actually build a tag team division. I'm that's not what- saying piece together teams with who you have bring in some other stars from the from the PC from NXT and make that make real tag teams
1: or piece them together properly like you did a bar with don't bar. just right. have don't just have female A and female B in a program with the champs for a month or two until the blow off and then it's over no have a couple of lower card dude i know i know she's coming back i know she's the mystery woman when Carmella had the championship i thought Carmella was at her best yeah i thought carmela killed it she wasn't the best on the mic she wasn't the best on the ring and they gave her the opportunity and she ran with it take some of those women who might not be in the title hunt pair them up and have them be legitimate tag teams for a couple three four months and then challenge a real tag team have like you said build an actual division if you're gonna have titles have competitors i'm just yeah. sick and tired of people going well We lost the main event, so why don't you and me just go after another belt? That's how I feel the women's division is right now. There is your women's championship and
0: then another set of belts. Right. I I would have rather have seen them introduce a mid-card women's title over a tag team, uh, women's tag team titles. Um, Hindsight
1: being what it is, knowing how they were going to treat the tag division for the women, I absolutely agree. However, I think a mid-card title – should have been something if there was only the one women's title. I think having yeah. two women championship and possibly two mid-cards is again just too much. It's too a belt, many belts, you're right. It's a it's a belt driven company. What are they at now? Is it 16 or something? It's I think it's re- so, okay, so you Th- got 13 maybe? Yeah. For two- four, four men's tag team championships, one women's tag team championship, that's mm-hmm. six. Then mm-hmm. you have men's champion seven, men's champion SmackDown eight, uh, IC nine. U.S. Um, U.S. 10, 24, 7, 11, two women, 12 and 13.
0: Um. Yeah, 13, I guess yeah, that's so 13, it. So 13 on the main roster and then Cruiserweights now on NXT. So, but yeah. Absurd. Absurd. It, it's, it's ridiculous. 13 it, So th- that's 13. Then you, on NXT, you have your championship, your women's championship, your North American North championship, American. your tag championships, and the, uh, the Cruiserweight. That's six more. That's, that's almost 20. Of- that's almost 20 belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For one company. That's a lot. And, yeah. Three and I brands. Gotta- that's, that's a lot. It's too much. <laughs> Cause Insanity. every any, anything you see on TV has to do with a title. Like there's no, no more blood feuds anymore. There's not nope. enough, or if there are, there's not enough blood feuds, you know? And I personally don't like the two men's titles. You're WWE.
1: I don't care if you're on Fox and USA, you right. should have a champion,
0: a champion. Exactly. Anyway, let's move on to the next match. Uh, oh wait! So do we both? So so, who are you pulling for this tag match? Pulling for the Riot Squad, but I think
1: I think WWE is going to shoot themselves in the foot. All right. So prediction is for both of us: Jackson yeah, Basler, Jackson okay. Baszler. I, and, and I'm telling you, it's only because I have zero faith. I really,
0: really, really hope I'm wrong, but I have mm-hmm. zero faith in this. Yeah, uh, I'm. I feel the same way. Unfortunately, I hope I hope we get swerved too, and ends up being like one of the best matches of the night, and the Riot Squad wins it. But here, here's the hope as I as I as I, <laughs> yeah, I raise yeah. my I raise yeah. my cup.
1: Yeah, wish um, in one hand, pee in the other. So p- yeah, right. First.
0: <laughs> All right. So the next match. talk so about more of the women. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey taking on Nikki Cross for the second third time, I think, actually, that these two have met so far this year. Yep. Um I could see Bailey losing the title because Sasha causes her the title, uh causes her to lose and Nikki leaving with the championship. I don't think Nikki's going to be a great champion, but I could see Sasha getting involved in this match somehow.
1: I think Nikki's entertaining as hell. You want to put the belt on her and let that little midget run around like a fucking Tasmanian devil and jump up and down on the commentary desk and scream into microphones and Mm -hmm. do her weird thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I, am not, I'm not a huge fan of sincere Nikki cross when she gets real quiet and and serious, um, but yeah, you wanna you wanna keep uh, you, you wanna keep the Bailey Sasha thing going. Yeah, put the belt on Nikki. It's, yeah. it's it's
0: it's. I don't I don't care. Or do we see Alexa Bliss get involved and cost uh, Nikki the match? Uh,
1: I don't know because then I mean I you, you could, but that would create a terrible feud. And right now, I think we're just moving more towards. I, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I'm digging what they're doing with the slow burn with Alexa. Let's yeah. not throw too many ingredients into this soup. Let's get a base going, real good. Let's let's make sure that that chicken stock is the best stock we've right. ever had, and then add some ingredients. Let's um, let that, that shit marinate. Yeah, that that's why. Um, <sighs>
0: <sighs> well, well, how, how about this? I know it's a hard one, but let me let me ask you this: Do you is there any? In any world do you see Bailey retaining this championship and having no interference at all? Bailey versus Nikki, one on one, Bailey retains clean. Oh, you know, it, it could be dirty. Bailey retains.
1: Yeah, I see that. There there, there is a universe I see Bailey retaining. Absolutely. Okay. However, I do not see a clean match. There is a ref bump, there is a Sasha, there is a something. Something is gonna happen. Something's gonna this happen. Is, this is not gonna be a straight up match, but yeah. um, Uh, put the title on Nikki. How about it? All right. My, my pick, my pick is Bailey retains because I just can't figure out how or why, but your prediction about Sasha interfering. Maybe there's a ref bump and then Sasha comes down, hits the backstabber, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and and then, and then Nikki hits her with a crossroads or whatever hits the backstabber with a broken fricking neck you're still I the like the, no, no, I like what you do. Like um, I see, I see Bailey retaining unless there's shenanigans. If there's shenanigans, yeah. it better be Sasha because if they're going to move that story forward, good for Nikki. Yeah, Nikki's awesome, you know. Yeah. She kept her mouth shut with sanity and then she just became the weird little troll that ran around. Mm-hmm. She became Alexa Bliss's sidekick, and then somebody put her on a headset for commentary and she won me over with her and it absolute, was gold. yeah, yep. man. She, she's insane. She runs around, yeah. she's got high energy. Um, You know, I don't, I don't hate her. If, yeah. if you want to give her a championship for a couple of months, cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I'm on the same boat. Bailey's going to retain unless there's shenanigans and if there's shenanigans, then yeah, give it to Nikki. Yeah, good for her. So I can go either way with this one. And then, but then you're right
1: after the fact. Hmm. See, if Nikki has it, after the fact, we could have Alexa Bliss go full heel on Nikki. On Nikki. That I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. I just think that Alexa Bliss coming down
0: in this match to interfere is a little too much too fast. Okay. I can see it. All right. Let's move on to uh, the men's championship match, the, SM- the Universal Championship. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman taking on his cousin, jay uso day one ish one other thing that i did like on smackdown it wasn't one of my favorite things that happened this week but i did like the the video montage to hype up this match how they used uh, afa and sika and rikishi i did like it i i do like i I appreciate the bloodline story the family stories are always good something you can really get behind i just think this is too small a pay-per-view for that big a story Right. And in any world, do you see Jay Uso defeating Roman Reigns at this championship? Zero. So Zero. soon after Roman Reigns returns and wins the title? No. Zero percent. Um, I could potentially see this being a, a squash. I could almost. Oh, yeah. He's going to put knock. his little cousin down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see Jay getting a lot of offense in. I could literally see Heyman distracting Uso and then getting knocked from behind with Roman Reigns. Spear and just done. Like yeah, I, I could see it, I could see it being a very quick match.
1: I know it's easy to say because of Hey Man, who is my all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh as, as a talker myself, as somebody who likes to think that I'm very quick and and, and and quick-witted and good with the mic. This is nothing. Everybody that listens to this podcast hears me stammering all, I, 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 all the time. But for the <laughs> most part, if you were ever to come to a party and see me live, uh things that happen. In the moment, I'm just, I'm good on. Uh, Heyman is an inspiration to me. When um, when we were allowed to send in videos. Do you remember that, John? When you were allowed to send in videos of yourself yes. cutting a pro? Um, I didn't do a wrestler's promo. I did one as a manager. I, I, I used to hit up Heyman every now and again for, for tips and things like that. Um, So it's easy to say with him being involved, I think we're going to start to see a lot more Brock Lesnar in Roman Reigns. Show Mm -hmm. up, wreck everyone, leave. I think that's going to be eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. Mm -hmm. I think these mid to low end pay-per-views are going to be squash matches for Roman. And then we're going to have the same kind of formula that we had with Brock Lesnar. You know, where Daniel Bryan still lost, but took him to the limit, and we believed he could win. Right. I think that that is going to be the formula that they follow with Roman for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. He put on a ton of weight, but I don't know if he was wrestling it's COVID. He's immunocompromised. Right, he could have a ton of ring rust. And Jay Uso, it's Jay, right? It is Jay, yes. <laughs> no yeah, J. Yes, J- um, Jimmy's Jimmy's injured. <laughs> um, and, and Jay Uso is athletic as hell. One of the best wrestlers in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think if you're going to, and they've probably been doing this forever. I, I, I agree with you. I think we're going to see an under five minute match. And
0: um, there's no way in hell Roman Reigns drops this title. Yeah, agreed. R- Roman's going to win this one. I don't know what's, where he goes after this. Because what are we in? We're still in September. I don't know what kind of B pay-per-view is going to happen. In, probably Saudi Arabia is going to happen in October. Why do I feel like they're going back to Saudi? Maybe maybe not, uh,
1: especially with the travel restrictions and things like that. I forgot about
0: that. You're right. I'm saying,
1: especially because they do offer up the if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Mm. And people know that if you say no to Vince and you're a lower card guy, you're probably never going to work again. But in this climate, I feel like a lot of people that were on the fence will say no. Top star guys didn't go. AJ didn't go. KO didn't go. Sammy Bryan didn't didn't go. go. Daniel Bryan, John Cena. I feel like those or the upper echelon guys, mm-hmm. I feel like some, some, you know, guys that are a little bit further down the card, maybe, uh, except for the payday are going to be more apt to say, I'm not taking my life into my own hands with
0: this. You're right. Well, regardless. So whatever behavior we're going to have next month, then we have uh, survivor series in November, really interested to see how they build Roman Reigns as a universal champion and where this leads as, yeah. we get, as we get closer to the road to WrestleMania. I, I'm, not, all, I'm not hating it. I'm not hating yeah, it. I'm not hating it. I, I'm okay with them kind of rinsing and repeating the Brock Lesnar thing just with a new character, mm-hmm. different verbiage. Yeah. Uh, it, it it doesn't feel like it's it's a copy and paste. It feels like no. it's something new and something fresh. It feels, yes, they freshened up a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I, like like
1: I said, it's a good formula. I just, I feel like they're mixing the ingredients differently. I'm cool with that. hmm You know, I'm, I'm very cool with that, especially because it worked. I know a lot of people were very pissed off at the Brock Lesnar situation. I personally liked it. I liked the fact that when Brock showed up, it was a big deal that the title was a big thing. It wasn't there. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me a workhorse champion and Eddie, uh, uh, and Eddie Edwards putting Mm -hmm. the big belt up every week. You gotta love a guy like that, but how long can you really keep that going? Right. The, the WWE – well, according to them, the universal title, which in, in WWE's parlance, they say they're equal. They're not. Right. The universal title is their big belt. It should be special. It should have a Paul Heyman. It should have a giant white-toothed 25 to 40 extra pounds of muscle Roman Reigns on it. Roman Reigns looks like a <laughs> champion. And you know what, man? I understand that he's Samoan and he's got mm-hmm. the, the, the tribal tattoos and things like that. But I am not digging the hard – turn into the tri- your tribal chief they, that, they, they that, relied so much on monikers with big dog and tribal they chief do. they just, do but i feel
0: like that that fits the paul Heyman character where he has to refer to him as something and something, again uh, Heyman said he didn't he didn't seek out roman roman seeked him out and i love so, that wrinkle i love right. it and again the the, the tribal chief it's kind of uh, like with him and Brock Lesnar, you're undisputed champion. He's You're a your tribal chief. So I, I can kind of see the verbiage, how, how, it is, how it works more in Heyman's favor than anything else.
1: I, I get it. I'm just not uh-huh. a huge, huge fan. I feel, I feel like WWE just leans way too hard into catchphrases, and that's right. just the newest one.
0: Yeah. The only thing I do want to see come out of this match is Jimmy return and the Usos become Heyman guys also and have Heyman start up his little... I,
1: would, I, I will buy my first WWE shirt in a long time if we have a, a Samoan Dynasty Heyman-led stable. Yes. I, I, I would be all in for that. All in all for day.
0: that. All day. All day. Yep. So let's move on to the next match where I think this would be the best placement for this match as the uh, second-to-last match in the card. Asuka taking on Zelina Vega with the Raw Women's Championship on the line. But according to Wikipedia, it's going to be on the pre-show. Boo. Take that with a grain of salt. We'll have to wait and see what happens tomorrow. Asuka versus Zelina. Now, I, I don't see Asuka losing the title. No way. I am very happy that Zelina is in this match. I am very happy. Uh, uh, people are a little upset that she got it. She just kind of went up to Asuka and slapped her in the face. And now she, now she won a number one contender match against Mickey James, a six-time champion. She got the, the win. Bonafide Hall of Famer. Right? And now she's going to face uh, Asuka for the championship. Zelina is a fantastic in-ring performer, and this is you a huge match for her. She doesn't have to win this match to nope. get over. No. She just has to be in the match and yep. put on a good showing to get over. That's you know, why I'm so upset about it being on the pre-show. Yeah, me too. And want what, More eyes on it. Yeah, and what sucks is like there's so many haters right now on social media. Oh, Zelina Vega, she's just a manager. She's not a wrestler. She shouldn't be in this match. Wait and see what she can do. Did you see her when she faced Mickey James? Yeah, she's absolutely. fantastic. Watch what she can do now in a championship match with with gold on the line. Again, Zelina could be a future champion down the road, but this is a chance for her to really get over this- as a, a a legitimate contender for that championship.
1: This needs to be her coming out party. Um, right. She was supposed to main event a, a raw, a raw. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was months and months ago. I was listening to busted open. They had her on that day. She was supposed to main event that night. And then things got changed. She was over the moon excited. And then it didn't happen. Right. Um, I'm, I'm very excited for her. I really, really, really had wished that they put a couple more teeth into the story with her poisoning Montez. Mm-hmm. And she had some Bianca Belair time. I think that the two of them, you know, the short and the tall, the different bodies, the different builds, the different Mm -hmm. styles would have been a great introduction. I'm super happy for Zelina Vega. I don't think the pre-show does her any favors. I got to tell you, I like Zelina Vega. I like Zelina Vega a lot. I think Mm -hmm. she's excellent at what she does. If she wasn't fighting Asuka, I probably wouldn't watch the pre-show.
0: Right. I, 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 will, I usually don't watch the pre-show matches, but because, yeah, very it's, these rarely. Two, it's, because, because it's these two, I want to see what, what this match to, is all about.
1: I'm absolutely going to. Asuka is one of my favorite wrestlers in the world, not just yeah. the WWE world. And I'm high on Zelina Vega. I want to see what she does. And here's another thing. I hate to say this because it does make Zelina Vega sound kind of secondary. But in my opinion, to be one of the best, you have to be able to elevate your opponent. You can't say, oh, I had a bad match because of. What you need to say is, we had a great match because of me. You know, they always said Ric Flair could be in there with a chair. You've had, you've had multiple, you, you, I mean, um, you know, wrestlers wrestling blow up dolls and, and, right. and broomsticks and things mm-hmm. like that. And they always say that the best wrestlers can hide their opponents' shortcomings. Mm-hmm. I'm very high on Asuka. I think that Zelina. Not only probably has some ring rust because God knows when, even if she competes you know, at the PC or, or when they first get there, if she just runs ropes or does whatever, mm-hmm. it's different than a pay-per-view or television. Um, if it can appear to be an excellent match, a Dave Meltzer three-and-a-half-star-plus match, then I think that solidifies, at least in my mind, my opinion of Asuka. Right. Agreed. So you see Asuka retaining, though, in this match, correct? 100% and absolutely nothing other than Asuka, please don't let it happen, dying in the center of the ring of natural causes. Right. It's the only way that belt's coming off of her.
0: It seems like you and I are, are agreeing on a lot of these outcomes except for the one match, the IC match so far, but let's see how how we both think about this main event for the WWE championship in an ambulance match. Mm-hmm. We have Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. Now the gimmick, I understand why it's an ambulance match because of the back and forth to the hospital mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. but the gimmick to, for these, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, I would rather it just be another one-on-one match, but I see Randy Orton leaving with the championship. Do you want, do you want the whole, you want my whole shooting match? Yes.
1: Let's you ready for this? Let's you, ready? you ready?
0: You ready? Mm-hmm.
1: Randy Orton beats Drew McIntyre for the title, takes the championship. Otis comes over to Raw, challenges with the money in the bank, beats Randy Orton for the title, and he's back with Mandy. Wow. Uh, wow.
0: That is huge. Otis? That is huge. Otis, that's, that's. First of all, I have a great, question for you. Great booking. You're
1: going to take a guy and put okay. him at superstar status overnight. Who do you put him in the ring with? You put him in the ring with Randy Orton. The silkiest of smooth guys. He is the right. Wade Ilson of WWE. He is our lavish co-host. Right. You want somebody silky smooth. You yeah. also want a guy who's been there and done it all. You need a guy who's not going to get hurt by taking the loss. Have Mr. Money in the bank. Cash in at Survivor Series beat down Randy Orton with the briefcase or he's a face. So, you know, take an opportunistic pin and then he's Mm -hmm. back with his main, main, uh, uh,
0: uh, what what is it? Uh, his main squeeze His main. No, no, he calls her something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whatever his his peach. Yes. He's back. He's back with his peach Mandy on Monday night. Raw. Otis is your champion going into, I don't care. Royal rumble, WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Give him, give him a couple, three, six months. Right
0: then take it off him. take it off him at the rumble for the run to mania season. To mania, Right. Uh, I do like that booking, but where does that leave Keith Lee now? Cause Keith Lee had two opportunities to get into this match and <sighs> both of those matches ended with a DQ too much, too fast, too so, much, too fast. I but, think D, Keith but does Keith he get involved somehow? Does he get involved in the match or at the end of the match after the, the there's a decisive winner? Because don't forget now, ambulance match, yeah. the, 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 there's no DQ. There's no nope. count out. Nope. You got to put somebody in the ambulance and, and close and the door. close the door to win.
1: And in my opinion, they shouldn't do ambulance matches after that last John Cena one where he, F, uh, uh, he uh, AA'd the guy. Threw, I don't even remember who it was. Doesn't matter. The last mm-hmm. thing I remember is John Cena throwing up the okays. Yep. Uh, remember he did the AA? And uh, was it Orton? No. Was it
0: Orton? Was it Kane?
1: no no kane. no definitely wasn't kane but but whoever it was fell no. through the roof of the ambulance into yep, it. into it yeah hey, game into over it. ambulance matches over um I, you know what i didn't even think of the keith lee wrinkle i just it's it's so much so fast keith lee is such a badass they should have just had him murder everybody on his way to the top because then he can say i came here i started at the bottom i'm at the top um yeah, uh, yeah with keith lee uh i don't think he gets involved uh you know, if we're gonna keep Keith Lee in the main event picture, then we have uh, Drew McIntyre retained. He puts Randy Orton in the ambulance, and I don't know if I like. I Drew. don't know. No, I Keith, feel is like
0: Keith Lee a, a bona fide face right now in Raw. Anyway, Keith Lee is coming off like a face. Someone. Um, yeah. Keith Lee though can't be out of the picture that quickly though. I feel like if Randy Orton wins, Keith Lee is gonna be the one who's to step up. And face him for the title because Keith Lee has already beaten him once, one on one, fair and square in the center of the ring. Like you can't give Keith Lee a big a big win like that in your debut in the main roster and then do nothing with him. I mean, why not? It's WWE. It is yeah. So you could do that, but I think that that would be the worst thing for Keith Lee. It's worse than than Mia Yim being in Retribution. But you mean Shatter? Oh Shatter! Oh God um so let's no just i i think you mean slap dick and tea t tea, uh teabag slap dick teabag and uh and what's a what's mace. another
1: sexual one for mace mm.
0: uh, whatever um another mask choker choker <laughs> i mean not, not that i know what these things are anyway so drew McIntyre, randy orton do you want to play so, a game uh, you want some ice cream call me the ice cream man anyway <laughs> All right okay that's so, horrifying all right so, all we, we right, went so there. Let's, let's
1: have let's have Randy put drew <laughs> let's have Randy put drew in the ambulance. Otis comes out it's Randy <laughs> for the pin, then Keith Lee gives him the nose turned up eyebrow, and we have Keith Lee versus Otis at the October throwaway. Hey,
0: and you know what though, I could be behind the match between Otis and Keith Lee because. If you didn't see it, Maddie, <laughs> thick boys. Yes, but if you didn't see this match, you should go back on on the network and look and find this match. It was a singles match between Tommaso Ciampa and Otis on NXT when Ciampa was the NXT champion, mm-hmm. and Otis put on a fantastic showing in a singles match against someone at the caliber of a Tommaso Ciampa. So <sighs> I, so one on one. I think Otis can 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 do great in a singles match against anyone with or without a title. Mm-hmm. But if if Otis cashes in against the Raw Champion, the WWE Champion mm-hmm. and then faces someone like Keith Lee, I would totally be behind that. But yes, yeah, two two thick wrestlers, two body guys, if you want to call them that in the <laughs> ring. Mistake. That would be I can be behind that.
1: Yeah. Um all right, but just 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 the booking on this. Um I got to say I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I can definitely see, like you said, I can see Randy Orton walking away. And here's the other thing. I don't care who wins in a good way.
0: Yeah. I like them both. They're it's both doing well. E- a loss isn't going to hurt either of them. Nope. Putting,
1: putting the belt on Randy Orton for, for another time, good for him. Yeah. And, 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 again, if he's just a quick-time placeholder, that doesn't hurt him. You know, uh, same thing with an Otis. If Otis does cash in and only has the belt for a month or two, whoever saw Otis especially this early? as world champion material um i think that if drew takes an l it's not really gonna hurt him i I like drew as champion if he takes a w i'm okay with it
0: you want me to pick drew Drew could have lost to bobby lashley Mm -hmm. months ago and Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have hurt drew and i think that would have been a good move for both both parties lashley and mcintyre i don't think bobby
1: lashley could flourish the way drew does in a in a, a fanless arena I think Bobby Lashley, especially with the Hurt Business, needs to be booed by live people. Uh, Face Bobby Lashley doesn't impress me at all. Murdering, cold, calculated heel Bobby Lashley makes my heart start to go, get excited about it. And I
0: think he needs the crowd. I think that, that that time wasn't the right time. That's what Drew is lacking. That's why I think Drew, Drew is a live audience champion. He's the one who's going to feed off of the crowd, interact with the crowd at the, li- at the live events. So until they have a live audience again, I think they should have taken the belt off of Drew months ago. Mm-hmm. I, think against his, I, think, I think he's had a fantastic run for, for what he's been working with. Hey, he he w- held this title and this company together through a pandemic. Through the pandemic era. He won in the pandemic era, and he was the first wrestler out of any promotion to break the fourth wall and stop cutting per- promos to the hard cam and cut promos to the cam to all of us sitting at home watching. And I that was tell the you, best and smartest move any wrestler could have done. I, I, feel,
1: I feel like – I don't know how many comments we get. Uh, I don't check out the metrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is going to piss a lot of people off but it's a different world we live in now. And I think that what Drew has done to get himself back to WWE to get his body back into the condition that it's in Mm -hmm. and what he has done for the WWE in this, I hate to say it, but it really is an unprecedented time. I know that's very cliche and hard. I think Drew, I think Drew checked himself into the hall of fame one day
0: Uh, with, with Drew's run during this and what he still has left in the tank. he still has a lot. He's got
1: he's got to continue in a decent way.
0: Yeah, he can. McIntyre, first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know about first ballot. Jeez. Wow. Okay. did anyone think uh, Batista would be a first ballot Hall of Famer? He he was the headliner of what would have been this year's Hall of Fame class. Anyone see that happen? No.
1: Oh, no. I don't know if you can put Drew on a Batista level yet. But but I'm saying because of these times. I, okay, so first ballot. I'm glad you agree. Um, yeah, it's it's a pickem for me. It's mm-hmm. really it's really it could go either way. Um, if if Drew keeps the belt through the unforeseen future because he's been doing such a good job with it right now, awesome. Mm-hmm. If they take it off him and put it on Randy, and it opens the door for a bunch of other wrestlers, awesome. Uh, if I have to pick right
0: now, like I said, flip of the coin. Um, I don't know. That's
1: hard, man. There, there's yeah. so, there's so I much know. up and down. Like, I just, yeah. I just feel, uh, I just feel like that if Randy loses again, mm-hmm. it's another big loss
0: kind of in a row, you yeah. know, um, review, he lost what clean, clean to Keith Lee. Yeah. I, I, Look, you have to assume there's going to be shenanigans. It's an ambulance match. It's a no DQ match. It fits the formula for what WWE does every week that we, we watch the ep- their episodic television, right? Mm-hmm. The lack thereof every single week. Uh. Raw, every 99% of the matches on raw end in a DQ. I'm calling for the return of Jinder Mahal. Let's have a two man band. That was my next question. Oh, are we going to see any returns or anything in this entire card at clash of champions? I would have
1: to. I would have to hope so. Um, with the Thunderdome being the way it is, with a couple handful of wrestlers, including most notably Roman Reigns coming back, mm-hmm. he's got to feel pretty confident in their safety measures and their protocols. He's got to be pretty, uh, y- you know, uh, <sighs> safe. I, I guess right. for, for for lack of a better word to describe it, he's got to feel pretty safe to be there. Um, I think if if the travel restrictions are what they are, that's fine. Um, I could definitely see uh, 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 some strong women returning. Mm-hmm.
0: I would love to see a ginger come back. Is ginger even still with the WWE? He is. He 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 came back, but he got injured again very quickly. So I don't know where he's at and is it on the injured list. But I but. That's another return that I could see happen uh, again, even if Keith Lee now is no longer in the or in a McIntyre conversation, and they move him on to something else. Now, uh, I could see possibly a gender return, uh, maybe teaming up or going against Drew McIntyre because that's a match that you know what I I would see. I would enjoy to see a match between <laughs> two big, Haas body guys. Hell two guys yeah, that, two guys that were not body guys back then, but are now. I would, yeah. say, I, I I can get behind that. So. One, my one last side question on this card, mm-hmm. where, do we see retribution? If we do, where do they get involved? And do they get involved in multiple spots?
1: Um, I think the only time that we might be able to see retribution would be if they stuffed both Drew and Randy into the ambulance and just took
0: over. Oh, I like I that swerve. I like that because I was going to go, oh, well, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz because it's the hurt business. But I like that better having them put both Orton and McIntyre and really making this invasion angle mean something going to your top stars for the championship, put the two, come on, that, that would be awesome. That's something you could build up to survivor series. Yeah. Um, I I personally
1: think that if they come in against, you know, uh, the Bobby Lashley, Apollo Cruz, it's such a, who gives a shit that it just keeps them going in the, who gives a shit. If you're going to have retribution, make a splash, have them make a splash. Have them just, just decimate both guys, toss them both in the ambulance. We've got no finish, no need to change title show ends with retribution standing tall in the arena. Right.
0: Well, hopefully clash of champions makes a splash. You know, I think there's been very, it's very often where, Oh, this is a B side pay-per-view the card is eh, but then we watch it and it's like, damn, that was a good show. That was an enjoyable show with nine Matches on the card. Uh, I'm sure this is going to run a little bit on the longer side, not like a payback where it was like 90 minutes in and out. Boom, boom, boom. And that was a Pasty, great delicious review. little appetizer. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping that this, that, uh, like you said, makes a splash. And this really makes some progress on storylines, brings storylines to conclusions and helps to build some characters like every fucking show should do. But with that being said Those are our predictions here For Clash of the Champions Thank you for listening to our third episode That we put out this week Ooh. From the new normal wrestling team Just a lack of content over the past week We want to make up for it for you all this week So yeah. on that note Be sure to check us out right here next week On the 4th Wall Pop Network Check out the network on social media At 4th Wall Pop At 4th Wall Pop Network on Instagram And be on the lookout very soon For a new normal wrestling Uh, possibly Instagram or Twitter pages. We'll be getting on that very, very soon. Big things happening in the network as a whole as we get closer to the holidays. What network? The Fourth Wall Pop Network, which you're listening to right now with a pop Oh, that was a pretty good pop. I don't know if it came out in the mic, though.
1: Oh, it came out over here. It did? Perfect. Uh, Much better than mine. I've been doing that damn
0: pop every time you say pop. (laughs) I love it. All right, guys. So without further ado, once again, I am JC Bones. He is DJ Matty G. Good brother Wade from the sunny state of Florida sends his love. He is on
1: location.
0: On location right now. Universal Studios probably going to the Harry Potter Museum or something like that right now. But hey, brother Wade, miss you. Can't wait to have you back next week. He's over the Impact him? Zone. Universal. Oh, obviously, He's the Impact, at the impact zone. zone. He has to be there, right? I was probably saying hello to Jordan Grace. <laughs> of course. Of course he would. Tell Thick Mama Pump I said hello. So, without further ado, I bid you all a goodbye. Mwah. And a and good night. A good night. Bang.
1: I'm gonna go to the store and 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 I'm gonna